Hey, happy Friday to all. Welcome to another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gommerson. Hello, Adam, and it is already, can you believe it, the last Friday in May. Wow. We are trucking right along in the in the Speaking For Him podcast, and because it's the last Friday in May, and because May happens to have five Fridays, here we are with another Freeform Friday. And as has been mentioned before, uh, when we did this in January, we do have some notes in front of us, but we have some uh, interesting segments and discussion for you today that we haven't been able to fit into another episode. And so we're grateful to be able to bring you uh, this hodgepodge of sorts on this Friday. We hope that you enjoy it. Um, And before we begin, Adam has a quote of the day. Well, what a happy soul I am. Although I cannot see, I am resolved that in this world contented I will be. How many blessings I enjoy that other people don't. To weep inside because I'm blind, I cannot and I won't. That is from Fanny Crosby. And the reason that I chose this quote from Fanny Crosby, and excuse me if I am, uh, if you're hearing a lot of clicking, it's because I'm going back and forth trying to find the best place on this mic, <laughs> uh, studio issues, but uh, we we're working through them, and in the interest of being real on the Speaking For Him podcast, I'm just throwing it out there and giving you the narrative. Uh, I think I learned that from my buddy Russ Van Allen on the Russ and I's Your Day podcast, which a few weeks ago I was on and interviewed on an episode that aired on uh, Monday, uh, Monday, May 4th, so I would encourage you uh, to go back and listen to that. But that quote um, for today was, uh, as Adam said, Fanny Crosby, um, and she uh, wrote this as an eight-year-old who was dealing with her blindness. She actually went blind at one or two years old because of a doctor's error. And the reason I chose this is because our hymn story today uh, is about one of her hymns, My Savior, First of All. And so today we're going to, Adam's going to give us the hymn story of the hymn, and then we're going to listen to the hymn, and then we'll be, then we'll be back. This is the hymn story, My Savior, First of All. Fanny Crosby spent a week each summer at the Chutico Camp. She took part in the program, and it also became a time to fellowship with other gospel musicians. One of these was John Sweeney. On one occasion, they were sitting together on the porch of the hotel when Sweeney asked her an intriguing question, whether we'll recognize one another in heaven. She replied, and she thought we would. Then she added, but John, the question that is really on your mind is, Fanny, you're blind, and you've never seen a human being before. Therefore, how will you recognize your friends, and especially the Lord? She responded that she thought it would be no trouble at all, but if for some reason she didn't recognize her Savior, she said she'd go to him and say, May I please look at your hands, saying that she'd known him by the print of the nails in his hands. It's a bit of a whimsy, of course. We'll have no trouble with the heightened awareness we'll have then of not only recognizing each other, but instantly recognizing the Lord Jesus Christ in all his glory. Fanny is likely to close to the truth when she says, 
His smile will be the first to welcome us. However, the original thought captivated John Sweeney, and he asked Fanny Crosby to put it into a song, which she did, dictating the words to him the next morning. All right, and so that is a hymn story, and the, the source for that hymn story was wordwisehymns.com. So if you want to go to that website, you can find that, and I'm pretty sure even more hymn stories will have a link to that on the blog. And now uh, let's listen to the song, My Savior First of All.
All right, and that was My Savior, First of All, by Fanny Crosby. And once again, I think we will put the link to that YouTube video on the pod, on the podcast episode page uh, for the blog um, uh, at speakingforhim.blogspot.com. So if you are listening to this podcast and want to get the additional information, you may do that through the blog. Um, and uh, we hope that you've enjoyed uh, that hymn. It happens to be one of my favorite hymns. Um, you know, I can kind of relate to Fanny. I um, am not blind, but I often tell people when I give my testimony that the first time I'm able to physically kneel will be when I kneel uh, before the Lord and confess Him as Lord to the glory of God the Father uh, um, in glory. So I can relate that way. Um, And I just have always appreciated that song. And hearing that hymn story kind of gives an even greater appreciation for it. So I hope that was an encouragement to you today. And um, so I, I did receive some feedback um, about our next um, contributor. My brother BJ is back with another um, food minute. Uh, today we're going to be discussing, or he's going to be discussing, uh, water and its significance in nutrition and also in our physical and spiritual life. So um, let's listen to my brother BJ uh, give us some insight about water. Today I want to talk to you about water. Water is a vital nutrient, as we know. Um, we can't we can't live without it. In fact, um, they say that you can't live more than three days without water. I've never tried it. Um, but yet there's um, a lot of people going around who are... Um, mildly dehydrated and the reason that is because we drink a lot of um, pop or coffee which is a diuretic and dehydrates us it pulls the water out of our our blood and pushes it into our bladder or our uh, bowels and there can be a lot of controversy regarding water you know a lot of people really push for having um, some kind of really expensive filter for water or um, buying expensive bottled water and I don't think that we need to go that far I mean there may be extreme cases where you um, have severe health problems and you want really need to get keep things away from your body then maybe you need to go that far but most people I think just need to drink more more water and if you're drinking um, um, chlorinated water then so be it. Um, at least you're drinking more water. And But of course, there is a lot of options out there for inexpensive filters. And if you can filter out the chlorine, then by all means, do so. You know, I live on a, our farm, our house is out in the country, and we have well, well water, and we use a water conditioner. Um, you know, if you, you, if you have to have a softener, you know that does add a little bit of of sodium to the water, so maybe you want to soften it and then soften it and then filter out that that salt some way. But how much water should you drink? You know it, does, it depends a lot on your body weight and your activity level and your environment. 
but most people are not drinking enough. And the biggest thing is they're, they're, they're thirsty, but they're going for the soft drink again to, to quench their thirst, and it's not really quenching, it's not really giving them the, the water that they need. And water is used for all kinds of processes in our body. It gives us, you know, helps the nutrients get around, um, helps our joints stay lubricated, you know, keeps our, flushes out toxins, etc., etc. And uh, so we need to stay hydrated. Um, my nutrition instructor, when I was in college, said that a good rule of thumb is half an ounce of water per pound of weight. So I weigh 70, 170 pounds. So it's about it's 85 ounces or about 10 glasses, 10, 11 glasses of water a day for myself. Um, usually I, I drink more than that because, you know, I, I, I have an active job. I work on my feet in the cooking and uh, I breathe through my mouth because I have allergies. So I get, I get dry, I get dry mouth. So I, I drink quite a bit of water. Other people may find that they don't need to drink that much, but if you're not feeling well, if you have headaches or or you're tired or other things, you know, drinking um extra glass of water, extra couple glasses of water a day could be could be your answer. You know, one way to do this would be is to in the morning when you wake up to drink two glasses of water. And before you do anything else, you know, just two glasses of water, cleanse out your, your uh, toxins from within you, um, rehydrates you from not having drunk the, drank the night before. Um, then again, at night, an hour or two before you go to bed, drink two glasses of water and let your system, you know, cleanse itself out. You know, you go to the bathroom before you go to bed and you know, you're all set. Um, that way, if you drink, if you do that, you know, you just drink four glasses of water. Well, if you're, if you're shooting for eight, you already drink half of your amount of water just in those two times. So, and again, it will help you with all of your bodily functions that you, that you need to live. So I hope I've given you a little bit of encouragement and some practical things that you can do to increase the hydration in your life um, and just thank God for this wonderful nutrient that he's given us in, in water and how our body is, is just made with so many wonderful um, processes and get out there and drink some more water. All right, and I uh, find that very informative. Um, I, I would hope that you would be encouraged by that. If you did appreciate that, please uh, drop us an email or uh, leave us a voicemail on the blog with the info that comes after the show so we know what you appreciated and, and how we can uh, tweak the show um, for future Freeform Fridays. If you have any interesting stories, any interesting topics you think we should discuss, in the coming months, please uh, allow us to uh, know about those as well in, through the methods that I just mentioned so that we can uh, talk about them and uh, bring you, continue to bring you quality content throughout the summer. Um, all right, Adam, I was 
wondering um, if you ha- had anything specific uh, that's on your mind today, maybe something interesting that uh, you saw while scrolling Facebook of recent of late. <laughs> or maybe we could uh, we could call this segment the scroll through Facebook. I don't know if there's anything particular that um, you have noticed um, that might be worth checking out or if there's anything along those lines. I think in the past few weeks, the biggest thing has got to be uh, a few weeks ago when we had that earthquake in Michigan. And that's actually how I found out because I was outside at the time. So I, I had no idea that the earth was cracking below us or anything. So I had no idea what was happening. And uh, everybody was on Facebook saying, was that an earthquake? Everything shook. And you know, I'm thinking, well, we're in Michigan. I don't know what you're exactly talking about. But <laughs> and we get earthquakes here. Who would have guessed? Yeah, I, I have to say I was in the car with my family um, headed toward Grand Rapids when it was taking place. It's kind of interesting because uh, one of the most interesting things I noticed out of that situation was that there were people that were in virtually the same place where one person felt it and another person didn't. Yeah. And there's, it's also interesting that the moms with kids, a lot of moms with kids who were posting on my Facebook, they, they thought that their kids were just horsing around uh, and it wasn't until they got on Facebook that they realized that, yeah, there was actually an earthquake, you know. Um, my brother, I think, said that it, uh, it kind of seemed like the way our dryer gets when it's toward the end of its cycle, <laughs> that it's just moving around and and shaking the surroundings, except for the fact that the whole house was shaking. Right. So he knew it couldn't have just been the dryer because... Our dryer's not quite that powerful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was definitely an interesting um, thing that happened. And, uh, yeah, I can now say there's been twice in my life when uh, there's been an earthquake in Michigan. But neither time was I aware of it until after the fact. Um, it's just, and it just kind of reminds you of that you never know what can happen, you know. Because I often tell people that I like living in Michigan because we don't have earthquakes. Right. And yeah. I was reminded again on Saturday that we can indeed. And occasionally, I think twice in 36 years now of my life, there have been earthquakes in Michigan. So we just need to be prepared for whatever um, God puts in um, in our lives and... Uh, be ready to deal with it as it comes and uh, obviously uh we also need to be in prayer for uh, a couple weeks before that there was an earthquake in nepal yeah it was much more severe mm-hmm. uh, much more damaging i think it was one of the worst earthquakes they've ever had and definitely their worst in the past 80 years and as a matter of fact there was a uh, seventh day adventist pastor that was preaching about the need to help those in Nepal uh, when the earthquake happened and his church shook and they got it on video. So it made the news the night of the earthquake in Grand Rapids that he was talking about an earthquake in Nepal and God gave him a visual object lesson of an earthquake Wow! as he was talking about it. So kind of interesting the way God's timing works and um, just uh, I think it's important for us keep them in prayer and to be thankful that it wasn't worse than it was and to just continue to thank God for every day because we never know what a day 
will bring forth. And then I just wanted to go back a little bit and talk about what my brother said about water is the fact that as we need physical water, we also need spiritual water. Jesus said um, that uh, he can give us living water uh, that will help us to to live uh, nourished spiritual lives, Christian lives. So just as we need that water um, of physical water for our bodies, we need spiritual water uh, for our spiritual well-being. So may we be exercised to drink more physical and spiritual water. Um, I don't, I think that's about all that I have for us today. Again, please let us know uh, if there's anything that you would like to see included in a future Freeform Friday. Oh, before I sign off, I just want to let you know that, um, let me, I'm going to double check the date here because I gave somebody a date and I want to make sure that I stick with it. Uh, just give me a second. Okay, here we are. I will be recording our Father's Day podcast, Lord willing, on Tuesday, June 16th. Or, wait a second. Yes, Tuesday, June 16th for our Father's Day podcast. So I'm taking this time right now to encourage you to go to speakingforhim.blogspot.com, leave a voicemail telling what your father means to you and maybe thanking him for what he's done for you as a father. And then we will use it on the show and then you can share this podcast with him and let him know how important your father is to your life. So I would encourage you to do that. You have a few, you have about two weeks from the time of this podcast to get that done so that we have some voicemails to use for our Father's Day show. So please do that. And with that, I will say um, goodbye until next week. And I hope that you keep serving the best of ministers. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 